So I've started supervising a student with a client and this client is new to both of us. It's a very weird experience um, to go in cold and not have any history with this client. We literally are starting from scratch together. Um, And I'm thinking like, I gotta be ready. I gotta be on my A game. Um, Something that comes up week to week is making mistakes and what to do about it. I'm sure we all have this feeling. I prefer to think of mistakes not as mistakes, but rather little learning opportunities that you gain along the way. We are ever evolving as people and constantly learning and growing as clinicians. So our mistakes are in reality very helpful for our growth. So bring them on. Um, I've also had a few conversations recently with high school and college students interested in pursuing music therapy. I am as honest as possible with them because I don't want anyone to get trapped into thinking that this profession is easy and will provide um, a stable and and um, like a stable income and job right out of college because if we look at the track record this is usually not the case Um, you may find the perfect job that provides you a full-time and fair income with benefits supervision and growth opportunities which is wonderful but what i've seen is that that's like so rarely the case we're often figuring it out as we go with less support than we'd like more debt than we'd like, and more questions than answers. It's really tough, but we're still in it because music and people are two of the best things in the world. Combining them creates magic, and we want to witness this magic and even be part of making it. Thinking about my professional experience and my path, Twisty, twisty, cracks in the sidewalk path that it's been. (laughs) And reflecting on my work with my student and conversations with those interested in music therapy, I'm thinking a lot about the attributes of a music therapist. This sounds so cheesy. And it's got to be one of the first things you hear in Music Therapy 101 or like on the professional association websites. But it's worth diving into, right? (laughs) At least for me, I've been interested in exploring these attributes um, as a way to reflect on my personal and professional growth. It's a way for me to see how far I've come and see the areas where I need added support. So let's dive in. So the first thing I wrote down is this. We need to have thick skin. This is another cheesy sounding phrase that is overused, but YOLO. (laughs) My husband and I say YOLO. You only live once to like everything. It's our little way of making sense of the things that we do. It's just like one of those catchphrases that is easy to tag along to a sentence. Um, But thinking of this, we need to have thick skin. It's like we need to have a barrier around ourselves to keep ourselves grounded. 
As a music therapist, I've recognized the really difficult things that happen on a daily basis. A client declines services, a client is upset, maybe at me, a client comments on my non-performance quality music skills, a parent or child is frustrated with scheduling, I currently have someone that um, thought I just bailed on them, but I just had to cancel last minute because of, um, I thought I, I may have contracted COVID, which thankfully I didn't, but that was really tough. Um, maybe a music therapist critiques your work without your request or a music therapy organization doesn't follow through. Someone is spreading gossip. You don't get that job after you thought you nailed the interview or you made like a really big mistake. There's so many things that can happen and that happen all the time. All of these circumstances are really difficult and we ought to acknowledge and have these things validated What has helped me is to continue walking through these moments. I need to know how to support my client, even if they're screaming. I need to not let that one comment ruin my entire day and impact the rest of my sessions. I need to be aware that this music therapist saying this thing over here has nothing to do with me. And that leads us to the next attribute self-awareness. Big surprise, right? (laughs) Um, Having thick skin doesn't mean not letting anything affect us. It means being aware of where we end and where someone else begins. Knowing when something is coming from inside of us or outside of us. Recognizing areas where we need to grow and things we better just shrug off. Self-awareness is key to being a good therapist. Any kind of therapist, really. Um, When I hear a song, I want to be aware of my response to it. And if I may be bringing, you know, those feelings with me into the session, or worse, even projecting those feelings at my client. I can't help but think of my relationship with country music right now. It is not my favorite genre, I'm sorry to say. (laughs) And along the way of, of me being a music therapist, I've had to figure out a way to like fall in love with it. Okay, maybe that's going too far, but you know what I mean. I've had to become aware of my negativity towards country music and then find a way through it, through that negativity into a place of appreciation and even meaning. Meaning from a genre or a song that I used to dislike. Like, how does that work? <laughs> um, I, what I've done is, is I've taken the approach of ascribing value to songs and genres from my clients. These songs, this music is so valuable to them. They absolutely love it and I couldn't and and they couldn't imagine like living without it. So, instead of having this negative feeling associated with country music, I now have this feeling of wow, this is so important. Or, this is beautiful. 
or this makes life worth living and any of those other things that my clients identify with the music. It's really been a game changer. It's really helped me get through those moments of, oh, I really don't like this song. It's like now I, I tell myself, okay, what do I like about this song? Or or what meaning can I find in this song? Or what is valuable about these lyrics or the music? Um, with, with that awareness, we have to recognize our limitations. That's like what our awareness is all about. We can't do it all for ourselves. It's just not possible to do everything that we need for ourselves. We were created to live in community side by side with other people and other living things. And with that, I think an attribute which is probably better classified as something that's not an attribute. (laughs) I can't think of another word for it right now. So YOLO. is having ongoing support. This may look different for everyone, and it's always been an area of my professional life that I'm developing. I've never quite felt like I've been completely fully supported. I think we need one another in order to be the best versions of ourselves. We need to learn from our friends and our peers gain insight from supervision, or dare I say podcasts, (laughs) and care for our internal worlds so that they don't cry out for help in the middle of a session. I had a session with a student recently where afterward I shared with her some of my fail stories I really want all music therapists and students to know that they're not the only ones experiencing ridiculous things or even making big mistakes. So I once um, had this really, really big group and it was in, um, in a gym of all places, a gymnasium. And there were a lot of people and a lot of noise. And somehow, even though it was strapped around me, my guitar fell. Like the strap was loose or I twisted it a weird way. I don't remember what happened, but it dropped and made like the loudest sound ever. And it was just sensory overload for myself and my clients. (laughs) Fail. (laughs) And and some of these things we can't even help, you know. Um, I once visited a hospice patient and a family when their loved one was actively dying. It was totally not the right time for me to visit. I had no rapport with them. They didn't even know me. I didn't even have one session with them and they forgot that I was coming. And what's more is is they already had support from other staff members that they had already built rapport with. Um, And I walked in there into the house and it was awkward and I was fumbling over shoes that were right in front of the door and the family's members, like one of the family members came up to me and was like, oh, I totally forgot you were coming. Like we can cancel our session for today. Like it just, 
it, it was one of those moments where I did not trust my intuition. And I showed up because a supervisor told me to just go and it was, it was, it was a fail <laughs> or, you know, I don't really like the word fail, but it was not, it was not the right situation. It was not the right opportunity for music therapy at that point. Um, let me think of another one. Oh, I had this one session, session where, you know, this was a time when I was stressed. I was a very new professional and I had a new, a new client that was really, really young and, um, was kind of all over the place. And I had a really short temper and that came out in harsh discipline and, I am really um, not proud of that moment. And it's something that I remember to kind of keep me in check and remind me that I need ongoing support. Um, I can't, you know, I can't have that happen in sessions. And I've also had moments where I um, kind of on the opposite spectrum and maybe because I wasn't getting professional supervision at the time, you know, that, that one moment led me to then having no discipline, no, um, no boundaries, no expectations in my sessions with this at the time was with kiddos. And it was just pure mayhem. (laughs) I like, it was so bad that I had students running around the school. (laughs) There was, there, there were no expectations placed on the therapy session and um, what it was going to look like, and it was completely out of control. And so, um, you know, these, these fail stories, we, we all experience our own version of these fail stories, whatever it is, and I think we ought to talk about it more. Um, I'm actually going to have a Zoom call pretty soon where we share these things and um you know if you're brave (laughs) I'm trying to share my story so that we all become brave together because it's hard to share the thing the mistakes that we make the areas of growth that that we don't really want to admit to each other but I think it's important for us to be honest it it only helps each other um you know, I am a better music therapist because of the things that my supervisors and my friends have told me about their moments of mistakes or failures and, and the ways that they got through it. We all experience these moments and it really is important to be able to continue through the difficulty, become so self-aware um, that we recognize what's actually happening and have ongoing support to aid in the process, um, the processing, the expression of these things and our professional development. There are ways that, that we can um, feel grounded and supported where those deeper things, the, the stress of, of music therapy and advocacy or the stress of, of having to pay student loans and, you know, wondering if you can pay rent. Um, There's ways where we can have those things 
Like we can hold those things and also be able to show up for our clients in a meaningful and grounded way. And I really think it takes support, support from other people, support from other music therapists. So that's why it's on this list. And the other things that I had on my list were flexibility and adaptability. Um, Two things that we already know, I'm sure we can chat at length about. Um, But it's something that's so important to remember. You know, we have to know when it's appropriate to introduce new things into our sessions or change the music in the moment because of the um, observable responses of our clients or even know when we have to ditch an intervention or an activity because it's just not going well and it's not supporting our clients. We need to realize that you know we can set up the most beautiful session plans but often they don't go as planned. And so then what do we do? Like, this is something that I'm bringing up a lot with, with my student. Um, you know, let's, let's learn and grow in our flexibility and adaptability skills so that when the ridiculous things happen, (laughs) all the silly things that go on in our sessions, we know what to do and we know how to get through it. So maybe that's asking a different question or leaving more silence or leaving less silence or changing up the music or trusting and following that intuition that's telling us not to show up at this client's doorstep. We have to know how, how to change things and, and going back to having thick skin, we have to be okay with changing things. We have to be okay with going with the flow of the session or where our client is leading us. And if we're not supported in our life and in our work and and we don't feel grounded, it's really hard um, to be able to move through those moments in you know, an authentic and meaningful way where it's still beneficial for our clients. So, yeah, think about these things. Think about the different attributes um, of being a music therapist. What areas you'd like to grow in and what areas you feel really secure in. Um, I I always recommend therapy to my friends and my colleagues because we all have mental health. Um, Maybe we all don't have mental illness, but we all have mental health and we have to care for, for the health of our minds. We have to know what to do with our emotions and how to process through them. We need to recognize different triggers and how we respond to them and maybe how we can respond differently the next time. We need to be aware of what we bring into the session and what's happening with that thing that we bring into the session. 
man, that's why supervision is so important. You know, I just think about it like so much of this we can't even recognize or we can't even see on our own. Like it really takes an outside perspective um, to see it and help us understand it. Like, why am I having this response or why am I getting upset or confused when my client does this? Like, what is going on there? Or, you know, what do I do when I'm really unsatisfied with my work? And it's like, I I just don't know what to do next. Do I change something up in my workplace? Do I change positions? Do I leave? Do I try to get another job? Do I try to start my own business? Like, what's the process? Where, where am I going next? I know when I was in school, my professors would say, or it was just kind of the general consensus at the time. Maybe that's just what I'm thinking. But what was taught was, You got to leave your baggage at the door. And I just don't think that that's realistic. I think what's, what makes more sense, what's closer to reality is we all have baggage, whatever that is. We all have things that we're carrying, the stress of finances or the questioning of the, of, um, your direction in life or some different feelings towards friends and relationships and wondering what's happening or, you know, frustrations with the profession of music therapy or our school situation or, you know, sadness from, from things that we're experiencing in life, um, grief or, um, situations that are just so hard to handle. We all carry that with us all the time and we walk into our sessions with it. There's really no way to separate ourselves from the things that we experience in life. But I think there's a way to continue through these things. I think there's a way to present ourselves as professional and um, supportive in our sessions, even when we are dealing with a lot of stuff at home or, you know, carrying the weight of the world, (laughs) which hopefully none of us really are, but it can feel like that. We all walk into our sessions with all of this stuff. And so how do we even, how do we even keep going? How do we, how do we continue our sessions when a trigger happens or, when um we don't like the music that that our client picks and it's just like annoying to sing it or when something really hard happened earlier that day and you just have to keep going how do you keep going you know i think it takes all those skills having thick skin um you know making sure there's a boundary where you're not airing all this stuff to your client but you're still aware of it. And at the same time, you're not letting all of your clients' emotions or responses get to the heart of you. You know, like you don't, you let, you don't let 
those things that your clients might say, your family members or whatever, other music therapists. Like, let's not let those things impact us and and what we believe about ourselves and who we are, how we operate as music therapists and and how we present ourselves in sessions. We're, We're strong. We're strong and we can get through these moments and stay strong and grounded through them. And it, I think it takes a lot, a whole lot of self-awareness and a whole lot of support and support from so many different areas. Um, yeah, I think we're winding down. Um, well, my friends, <laughs> this has been another episode full of connection I know I'm just talking to myself here, but I also know that I'm talking with all of you. We are in this together, and I hope you feel that. If you're feeling alone, um, alone in your professional work, alone in your life circumstances, or all the difficult things that you're facing, I hope you know that you are welcome here. We are in this together. And my DMs, (laughs) sending me a message on Instagram, um, they're always open for you. Feel free to send me a message anytime. And before we sign off, I wanted to let you know about the things that are happening in case you're interested. We have the Not Your Average Music Therapist community opening right now. It is a space for like-minded music therapists to come together and walk through life and music therapy alongside one another. So I'll tell you right now, this is not a community where resources are given to you like tangibly every single month. Um, Nothing against those communities that are set up that way. Like, I think that's wonderful. This community just isn't set up like that. This is truly a community for relationship and for support. Um, I like to think about it as friendship meets peer supervision. Like, we're literally walking through this thing together. And the way, the reason that I've set it up this way is because that's what I've seen work in my life. You know, I can get all of the resources in the world, all of the free, you know, PDFs and uh, interventions and song ideas and session plans, all that good stuff. And those things truly are helpful and can be such a support in my work and my life. Um, But what I've found is that what has been so much more supportive is relationships. Like I learn and I grow through relationships. I do learn and I grow through research and books and, um, and you know, helpful PDFs and, and, and whatnot. But I grow so much more in relationship. And, like, much more quickly. I'll, I guess I'll put it that way. Like, working with a supervisor helps me see things on a weekly basis that 
alternatively might take me years to see. And same goes with, with friendships with other music therapists. Talking about my sessions or the difficulties or frustrations or like celebrating the wins alongside another person has provided me so much more than, um, than anything else. And that's why I've wanted to create this. I want a space for you to build those friendships and those um, safe, safe connections with other music therapists because we probably all know it can be really competitive. It can be really frustrating and annoying. It can be tiring um, when just, just doing things with other music therapists. So this is... Um, this is a community for like-minded music therapists who like to take a gentle um, and kind approach and um, be honest with their work and with what's going on in the world um, and take an active role in growing. Um, that's always what I'm thinking. We're always learning and growing and I want to do this together in a meaningful and real way. We'll be having monthly conversations where we all hop onto a call. We share our thoughts on um, a designated topic and we support one another with advice, with validation, with shared stories. Um, and this, this call is also an opportunity to receive coaching that's essentially free to you. There's a forum where we will all gather online um, or on an app. You can choose whichever way you do it and ask questions or share thoughts. Um, and there will be a space for meaningful music, gratitude, our wins, our frustrations. Um, whatever thing you're going through right now, like building a business or starting out as a new professional or feeling stuck in sessions, there will be a place for you to ask questions and share those things there. Um, and what I'm really excited about is providing discounts on products and services um, like coaching, spreadsheets, and all the new things that I have on the way. Um, you're my people, so you deserve to get discounts on, on all these things coming out. And what's even more is that you are supporting this podcast. And if you're listening to my voice right now, you are literally a supporter of this podcast. You're the, you're the one I'm doing all this stuff for. Um, besides myself. Because <laughs> let's be honest, I love this work. I love, I, I love this. I love this so much. Um, but this is also for you. And... I honestly don't know how long I can keep this up unless I have a community backing me. And you are the ones already backing me. Um, I literally need your support uh, to keep episodes coming out, to be a little transparent. It costs a certain amount of money to be on the podcasting platform. And it, it really takes hours to record and edit podcasts each week. But as I said before, I really, really love it. Don't get me wrong. 
but um, it's a lot of behind the scenes time and money um, that you just wouldn't know unless you're me. So here's what you can do. Type in the link, kimbest.com slash community, or you can find it at the link in my Instagram bio or in the show notes of this episode um, and follow that page to sign up. Um, When you open it up, you'll find different plans that you can choose from and uh, you can pick your financial level of support. Against popular opinion from other businessy people (laughs) when it comes to community building, I started plans at $1 because I know that some of us in this profession have like no extra money to give. So I thought, you know, $1 would be accessible for almost everyone. Um, you know, I don't want to just make it free because then it doesn't feel like like the monetar- monetary support that I'm looking for. But I also like, I don't like the idea of charging for something that would be helpful. But I also think it's important that we put money into the things that help us that make our lives better, that support us and support our work. So if you think that that this podcast is a support for you and it supports your life and your work and who you are as a professional music therapist, then I would love for you to join the community. Uh, Once you go through those steps, you, you will create a profile within the platform Um, And the platform is a specific website um, and or an app. So if you want it on your phone, you can get the app. If you want it when you're at your computer, you can just um, log into the website. But I also didn't want it to be Facebook because (laughs) Facebook just feels like an icky place to be. So, and Instagram doesn't have these features that I'm looking for. (laughs) So welcome me, welcome, uh, welcome to, what am I trying to say? Welcome to this new platform with me that I think that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Like, let's figure it out together. This new platform. Um, I'm excited for it. It's, it's really cool. And I've had some music therapists testing it out so far. So, um, I would encourage you to join now because it'll be closing Um, membership will be closing on October 23rd. So you might even be listening to this podcast episode on that day. Um, so hurry before it closes and, um, yeah, make sure you sign up. And the reason I'm closing the doors is because I actually want this to feel like a community where we get to know everyone that's on it together. Um, and it's not something where people can just like come and go whenever they want. Um, and there will be maybe other opportunities to join, but it might be like another year before I open up membership again. So sign up now if you are interested. <laughs> Sounds so salesy. I hate that. <laughs> Forgive me, but I do want you to sign up if you are interested. <laughs> um, And if you're listening to this episode the day that it airs, uh, check your email or check Instagram to get the link for the conversations meeting. 
Um, it's that, it's that uh, call that I was mentioning earlier uh, where we all get together and, and talk about a topic and get some coaching. And um, this Thursday night is, is when conversations is happening. And this will be your introduction to the community. It'll be your look inside the community to see what it's all about and see what the um, benefits are. And also um, keep your eye open for a giveaway happening soon. And this giveaway is um, very much on par with, with the values of, of this community. It's about self-care. It's about self-awareness. It's about support. So keep your eyes open for the giveaway. Keep your eyes open for the um, link to our conversations call. And go ahead and join the community at my website, kimbest.com slash community. I really, really hope to see you there. And I am excited to keep this podcast going with, uh, with your support. Oh, and with your input. That's something I forgot. As a member, you will play a role in this podcast and its content. Like this podcast is for you. And I want you to kind of feel like, um, one of the producers, you know, like, or one of the writers you have, you have a say in it. Um, you have a chance to even be a guest on an episode and uh, decide what topics are being talked about, uh, what's coming out next, and who else you'd like to hear on the show. Um, with your support, you are completely part of this podcast. I, I wouldn't want it any other way. So that is all for today. Um, I truly hope you're well, and I hope you recognize the strong attributes that you have as a music therapist or as a music therapy student. And I'd love to hear what else you'd add to the list. You know, I, I brought up a couple things, but I'm sure you can think of a million more. <laughs> so I'm sending you much love today and I'll talk with you soon.